Hey, hey y'all. Welcome to the So Tell Me Why podcast featuring me, Charlene, aka Charmasona, and me, Etchenosa, with the cancer individual. And we're going to be talking about anything and everything, you guys. So what you guys need to do is you need to tune in. I mean, we got so many topics and we're just going to jump right into it. Welcome back to the podcast. So tell me why, Metanosa. I'm Char. Wow. To, you know, whoever. Yeah, it's fine. This is going to sound like a hot mess, guys, because it's been a frustrating episode to record. And But y'all are going to listen anyway. So yeah, it's listen. Right. So, um, so what is today's podcast? Like, what are we doing today? I know. So it's called, So Tell Me Why I Don't Understand Men. Because who does? Honestly, do men even understand men? I don't don't think so. The male species is a mystery. And to answer our wonderful questions and to really debunk the myths we have, to really (laughs) make us understand, to open our eyes. To unpack. To unpack. (laughs) Unpacked. The, the questions that we have, we decided to get our guest, the first guest on this podcast, mind you. It's not our first guest, but... It's not? Oh, super awkward. Ooh. We got our friends on the second podcast ever. We love y'all. The first male guest. First male guest on this podcast. Like, let me do my little intro about him. So I've known him since I was literally out of the womb. Probably not, but it's fine. That's cool. But- yeah, but we grew up together. He's a cool guy. He's here in Kansas City. Small world. Like, we really didn't talk until we both got into Kansas City. So now he's here really being the male perspective for us. So I'm going to let him introduce himself. Hey, 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 hey. Thank you guys for having me. Thank you, Etienne. Thank you, Shar. Uh, welcome. Giving me a chance to kind of talk about my experience and the male experience and just how it interacts with you guys. Because apparently, y'all are having some problems, some questions. <laughs> Some concerns, some queries. <laughs> some queries. That's true. That's all right. So I'm here to just help debunk some of the issues that you guys have about us guys and kind of set some things straight. And also get some information from you. Yes, because I know you have questions yes, too. I do have we questions. are the gurus on the, the women species. <laughs> <We're>, <laughs> we know everything. I'm a genie in a bottle. Like I got all the answers. That would make sense the conversation a different way like we got to start fresh new let's see what what let's start with one of your questions let's start off oh. with that you oh, know we're shaking it up okay what you got what you got okay. for it? i have two questions okay what's that first question is when a man is noticeably about to approach you what are you guys what are you guys thinking as that interaction is about to happen. Oh, that's a good one. I literally just had a mini panic attack because I was envisioning it. Because that's literally what happened. It depends. Here's what I'm thinking. Is he cute? Does he check off? Okay, that's the first one. Like, if he's cute, it's different. Then you're like, ooh, let me fix my wig. Let me make sure it's aligned, you know? Okay. (laughs) Is he cute? Is he aesthetically just meeting all my checkboxes? Okay, if you don't approach me, he got me tall, dark, handsome. All right, cool. Now that he's coming up to me, I have to compose myself like I'm not excited. Like, I'm like, ooh, a dude coming up to talk to me. <laughs> talk to me. Uh, 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 I must be looking cute today. Um, what else goes through my mind? If I'm with my friend, I'm like, girl, girl, is he cute? Like, I have to get the approval of somebody else. In the moment of the interaction or after? You're asking your girl after you're asking her, like, <laughs> right at that happening. Okay, I probably won't ask her. Depending on how far he is. 
if I see him coming, I'm going to turn around and like casually, slightly, coyly talk to my friend and be like, girl, girl, girl. Yeah, you have to because you can't just stare at him as he's walking up to you. That's freaking weird. So like you have to pretend like you don't see him. I feel like I would pretend like I didn't see him. And then I would be like, oh, hey, like, oh, just like coy and like shy. You didn't see him. Hey. Like, oh, I didn't even... I didn't even see you. Like, oh, you know what I mean? Like, I would do that. But I don't know what I think. Like, I, do I even be thinking? Do you guys even approach me like that? Like, no. Not in, not like in person. Like, the DMs, though, you know what I mean? It's different. But, like, I don't feel like, I don't know. I don't think anything, for real. I think the first thing I think is, is he cute? Okay. That's that, about it. That's about it. Yeah. Okay. Now, after the interaction, what do you guys want? Do you want him to be around? Do you want him just to go away so that he can have the chance to call you or text you later? What do you want when the guy talks to you? Well, yes. Okay. <laughs> well, if he's cute, like, I don't want you to stick around. Like, if we've talked and we've had a conversation, like, specifically if it's, like, at a bar or a club, like, we talk, whatever, then you go back to where you were at before. Like, that's it. And then you exchange numbers or whatever, and then you go from there, but I don't want him to just be around me. Like, we're not married. Like, that's weird. That's not weird. No, it is weird, because I'd be like, all right, it was nice meeting you. <laughs> you, like, dance away, <laughs> like, back away to the music. Like, you're like, like, I go hang out with my friends. Literally, I think I would want a guy to just kind of leave and be like, oh, really nice meeting you. Like, what's your number? Like, we should get together sometime. All right, so then I can be geeked up and excited to talk about him with my girls. And this is the thing, though. Like, I feel like especially guys do this a lot like when you go out and they buy you a drink they feel like they you gotta be freaking their wives for the whole night like that's not what that means like i'll give you a good five ten minutes of conversation because i appreciate it thank you for the drink cranberry vodka thanks okay what's your name blah 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 blah. okay that's it like how long like what is the time limit like i understand it's rude to like leave like right after they buy you a drink i understand that but like how much time do I have to spend with this one person to show my appreciation? You know what I mean? Mm. You get that? Mm. Because a lot of guys are like, I don't even buy girls drinks anymore because all they do is leave. It's like, but I, how long am I supposed to be be with you after you bought me a drink? Like, right. Now you're just you're in. Mm. And I need you to go. Okay. So, so what, what's your what's what, the answer? What's the answer? Oh, oh. <laughs> that was a question. <laughs> Here's my take, and I've done a lot of clubbing since oh. I've been 20. Oh, all so, right. So the club scene, specifically as it pertains to the club, because that's what we're talking about, mm -hmm. when it comes to drinks. Everything in the club is not what society's rules are. The, once you go into a club, the rules that you take in society have to be washed away. There's nothing in society that we do where we all want to get dressed up and be as presentable ever than the club. The club is the only thing Except outside, outside of church, that you want to be as dolled up as much as possible, as presentable as possible to have another interaction with another no, person. I feel like I'm less presentable at church. Wait. Yes, you're <laughs> less presentable at church. I'm like, take me as I am, Lord. Take me as I am. <laughs> girls, you won't let the girl look. Oh, you looking like that? No, you either need to escalate with me or I'm leaving from you. Right? <laughs> Same Big with facts. God. Big facts. I'm not going to look rubbish in my face. Wow. When we're in the club, so that's the dynamic. Rubbish. Yes, rubbish. So you're not gonna. So once we're in the club, that dynamic's there. Everyone wants to be attractive. The biggest thing that happens in the club is we all stand around mm -hmm. and we all gaze at who's gazing mm -hmm. at who. 
Yep. Mm -hmm. So what we're trying to do is find eye contact with someone who we're trying to be attracted to. That's how girls shoot their shot. Eye contact. Yes. Yeah. Con Blink blinking. So, yeah. when you, so when you say you turn around, don't do that. If you find a guy that you actually are attracted to, stare him. Stare that is awkward AF. Like, I literally cannot do that. I'm socially awkward. I, I'm not even going to look at... No, I can't. <laughs> like, like my, eyes, my eyes are already so big, so it would just look weird. Like, I feel like I just... You don't have to be like this. <laughs> like, I don't know how to do that. Like, I'm already, like, giggling, because that makes me so uncomfortable to do, to think about. But okay. You have to understand that everybody in there thinks that they're attracted there's a, something attractive about them, and then everybody else in there too knows that there's a deficit. Oh, I hope she doesn't see my ears. I hope she doesn't see my, my haircut. Everybody has that same thing. Like my ears are small, so like me, I'm like. <laughs> I know. Let me let her. Let, let me let. <laughs> so everybody has the same insecurity. Everybody has something that they're approached. They 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 want to be seen by the other person. So you have to be confident that that person is going to see that thing. So you have to let them see you. You have to let them stare at you for just the moment. Exactly. Out. It's that moment. It's and then I turn moment. around. It's just literally that moment. It will literally pierce his head. It's like, who does she think she is? Like she, most people are avoidant. Most people are just like looking, looking, looking around. Oh, I didn't Charlie. Like, look. The moment you stare at somebody for just a little bit, damn. Like, why does, she, why does she think she could get me? That's just burning in his head. I got a blast. I got a blast, man. <laughs> <laughs> like, how oh, you blinked at you, gotta go. <laughs> like, legit, because I feel like that initial moment, like, is so nerve-wracking. And I feel like it's even more nerve-wracking when they start asking. Like, I noticed that, like, when guys start asking me about myself, yeah. like, like I start freaking out. Like, I, like, like, when they're just like, oh, so what do you do? Like, what do you like to do? Like, what do you, I'm like, <gasps> like, I literally just, like, I want to know about you. Like, I don't want you to know about me. You know what I mean? Why? That's a personal That's issue. a personal that's a personal thing. It is personal. It definitely <laughs> is. I know that. And I know that it's weird, but like it's just like mm, I just want to stay like surface level like with, with a lot of things in my life. Like it's just that's just how I am. So it's like when they be trying to like what are your insecure like what is your I'll be like, oh bye. Like I'll be like I gotta go. Like that's just me though, you know. That's really interesting. So, like, I have the opposite. I feel like I'm an open book. Like, I yeah. will tell you, oh, what's your insecure? I'm very inquisitive. I will ask you all those questions. I hate when people ask me the same questions. Yeah. But I always find it interesting that, like, there's a lot of guys who will be like, oh, I don't know. I don't know. And I'm like, do you think? Yeah. No. <laughs> there's people who don't think. Oh, okay. <laughs> do, you have, do you have brains? <laughs> yeah. Um, so a club is not for everyone, but everyone goes to the club. Not everyone is equipped to be at a club. To be at a club, you have to be suave. You have to understand that the point of the club is to have fun regardless of what happens. If I don't buy you a drink, but I entertain you and I make you laugh. I'm going to go home club, and be like, he didn't buy me a drink. He didn't even buy me a drink. <laughs> I, I have fun. <laughs> you go to a club. It's a crack joke right here. Buy me no drink. <laughs> so the drink is just a tool. If that helps you have fun, awesome. But I don't need that to make you have fun. Oh, that's the goal of the club. That was profound. I don't need the drink to have fun. Wow. I mean, yeah, that's true. It helps. It helps. It helps. <laughs> it, helps. It, it helps loosen the like. Yeah. It helps. Releases your inhibitions. You know what I'm saying? Like that's what the 
alcohol does for real. We're speaking about like the club, like, do you think that is a prime place? Do you think guys go there because it makes them um, a little bit more relaxed to approach women, or is it like, oh, I'm trying to see what's out here kind of thing? Both. I think it's both. I think because women tend to be just a little bit more relaxed in the club, and also you are just a little bit more relaxed in the fact that you know there's loud music, there's more probability of you being you know, touching her because everyone's so close. You can break the physical barrier really quickly. And then also you're all forced to interact because it's just a so close space. Like it's much easier. Like in a library, you know how much space there is? You gotta go and walk up to the person. The person has to see you walk up. You gotta pretend that they're not walking for a moment. <laughs> and then you have to go yeah. and talk to them and then be very interesting. That's yeah. And it's like, why are you talking to me at the library? Like that's weird. Same, same thing at a store. Same thing at any other location, just because one, you're not probably at your best. Two, that whole interaction cycle that I just described just takes so long. You're just like, sometimes you're busy. You don't want to be interacting in the moment. You're like, ah, you're right. you know? Right. So the club makes it the most relaxing place where everybody's going to go to expect an interaction. Okay. So let's scratch the club. We ain't at the club. So. <laughs> I have been asked, like, how do I want to be approached? Yes. And how do I want to be pursued? And I'm like, couldn't tell you. I know how I don't want to be approached or pursued. Yes. So, like, in your perspective, what is your, like, I guess your go-to way to approach a woman in a way that's, like, oh, okay. that's a good question. And then, um, like, it's not creepy. Like, you're trying to be, like, you know, like, I know you're pretty and I know you're hot, like, whatever. But, like, at the same time, like, I want to get to know you. Okay. So, for me... Outside of the club mentality, I know my, I'm, every guy knows their attributes. I know my attributes. I'm witty and I'm funny. And I'm a, the ability to like create a joke in that moment mm -hmm. is really good. What I'm not good at is the initial, initially, like initiating, like literally mm -hmm. the going up part. Mm -hmm. Without a friend, the going part is really hard. It's like, uh, how do I actually go up? But mm -hmm. now that I've worked on that part, just like just being out with people. I've worked on that. Now I can like interact with anybody just going up and just having a conversation. For me, what I typically do is I talk about that environment or I talk about and then something I saw you do mm -hmm. that was, you probably didn't notice someone else watching you, but I said something yeah. and now we have a commonality yes. at that moment. There's that connection. That's that connection. And uh, once I make that connection, like, you make that shot or <laughs> I saw you trip. She's going to look around. She's going to like, oh, you saw that. And then you make a joke from then and on. It's like, oh, no, you're still cute. Blah, blah, blah. And then you start talking. Like, where are you going? Like, what are you doing? You ask short-ended questions that she can get a response to. And then you ask it. You just bring up the opportunity. You shouldn't, as a guy, ever do fire questions. Like, oh, how old are you? What's your name? Blah, 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 blah. And just like, be answer type of like one word answers you need to have her be inquisitive about you like why is this guy asking me all these questions you need to be open-ended so he needs to say something where it's a response where you're going to ask him a question and mm -hmm. have that back and forth mm -hmm. got girls want to be pursued like that's the that's the thing every yes. girl will say that they want the nice guy but it's from the perspective of the guy that's already attracted like you're already attracted to this girl this guy that you guys say he wants to be nice mm -hmm. but he came at you like Wow, he took what he wanted. He wanted me? <laughs> okay, so this is what I've heard, okay, through the grapevine. I heard that some guys, like, if you see, if they see, like, a pretty girl, like, they won't say anything to her. Like, they'll literally, because they're like, oh, she knows she's cute, so I'm gonna, or they'll do that, or they'll, like, say something that's like, oh, I see a little chip nail polish or whatever, to try to, like, 
put you down mm-hmm. to try to like bring you back up again. Is that like a thing? Is that real? Some like people some people do that. It's just like you know, uh, was joning. They use that to their advantage. Like it, it, it can work. It can't work. You just have to. I haven't I heard joning in forever. I know that's the yeah. only. Yeah. I like old school St. Louis for real. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you joning? They joning. Anyway, but yeah. So I don't know. It's kind of like a playground thing. Like yeah. you know what I mean? It is kind of like the playground thing where it's like you're just kind of mean to her to make her like you but i don't think that works for everyone not in this day and age yeah it only works for like a very few people who have low self-esteem so those people those people probably are aesthetically pleasing like they are beautiful but they have probably never been told that or they've never Mm -hmm. been around people to encourage them to look at themselves in that way or they've had parental issues to make them not think highly of themselves so the moment you do bring out a negative thing but then you build them up with a confident thing like a compliment yeah you are saying hey i'm the guy that's going to slowly build like break you down build you up so you're going to be reliant on me we ain't got time for that yes we ain't got time for those kind of no. dudes in these streets exactly. uh, don't okay so then this is my other thing okay i've got a lot of things so, like, say you meet somebody out, and then you have you kiki, you know, joke, 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 and then you exchange numbers, and then you text for a little bit, and then they're just ghost. Like, what is that about? Like, if you feel like you're interested in a person originally, mm-hmm. why ghost? What is okay? Anyway, either way, I do ghost people, but for different reasons. <laughs> but like. I don't get that. Like, guys will show interest. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then they're just freaking gone. Like, what is the point? Like, what is the point of getting my number? What is the point of asking me out if you just go, if you're just gonna be cast for the ghost? I don't get it. I don't get it. Explain. I think you know the answer, <laughs> but I'm gonna, I'll, 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 I'll explain the answer. What's the, the answer? So, there's two things. If he's in a group setting, you guys are trophies. Like, being able to go up to you guys and know that I can get your attention and command it in that moment. My trophy post. <laughs> <laughs> no, get your get your attention, get your um, number, and I can brag or boast to my guys. That's some people's trophies. Then also, if that person genuinely did like you in that moment of texting you, they could either not like the interaction via text. Not everyone's a good texter, and there is a whole law to texting. But oh. not everyone's a good texter, or they have other options. And a lot of people have other <laughs> options, and that's the biggest one. <laughs> ah! I wish you would. <laughs> I am a prize. And, and that's just the fact. Like, <laughs> we live in an age where we can be around. Like, my phone can get me anybody I want. Here is my dilemma of life. <laughs> maybe it's it's a millennial thing. Maybe it's our generation. Yes. Like, I just think guys have too many options. And I think it's because we have, like, Tinder and Bumble mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Like, you could, like you said, your phone could get you anybody. Anywhere in the world. Yes, anywhere in the world. It doesn't matter anymore. And, like, I feel like part of me is, like, I want to go back to old school dating where, like, anyone I meet is in a five to ten. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It's, it's all I got. I better choose one of y'all. Like, seriously, because, like, I think, like, vice versa. Like, I talk about guys having too many options. Like, same with girls. Like, yeah. I'm going to get a, I'm like, I'm out here, like, talking to people down in Texas. Like, I am going to Texas on Saturday. It's fine. Um, but, like, yeah. What about it? And, but here's the thing. Here's the kicker. The biggest thing is with girls do have, I think, even just as much or even more options. And the difference between men and women is this. Women will never de-escalate from a standard that they once were at. 
If you were dating a guy and he flew you trips, best believe the next guy you dating, we going on fucking trips. <laughs> if the de- if the guy was giving you that, the next guy better be giving you that. Mm. If you were living a lifestyle, Period. if you were living a lifestyle, it's hard for you guys to go back to that de-escalated lifestyle. Most men could go from a lifestyle and live into their with their mom easily. Yikes. Easily. Like that that's so that's so true though, because sometimes like you'll see like a guy that you used to talk to and then their new girlfriend is like that ugly. And you're like, what you you're offending yourself. I'm like, if you dated her now after me, like what does I look like? Because I feel okay. like you know what I mean? Yeah, so he, I agree with you on that. Every time I can't, I can't imagine, like, I can't imagine if something didn't work that I thought was so good and be yeah. like, you know what? I should probably lower my standards. The yeah, hell? the hell? <laughs> Who? Me? Never, never. Okay. Well. Do you think girls have too high of standards? I think the ability, I think not that girls have too high of standards, because you can have as high of a standard as you want, right? Just some guys have to be okay with themselves to know that they might not meet those standards and still approach you. Um, a lot of guys are self insecure, and we want we want to treat all the standards that you have. Like you want to go on trips, we want you to go on trips, but I can't take you on trips. So I feel ashamed that I can't do something you want. But a strong man just keeps working towards that, tells you we wow. will do that, mm-hmm. but can't do it now, and for various reasons they don't just hide that. Mm. That is the difference between a secure and an insecure hey, guy. That is a good point because here's my thing. I we as women are very understanding. We're so mad understanding. Sorry, sorry. (laughs) And my thing is like, if you're telling me like, babe, like I don't have the money, like let's just plan. Like I can put a hundred dollars here, there, and stuff like that. And we're working like I can look to Jude and be a okay. Right. Mind you, in the meantime, I'm like, we're still gonna go out to eat, right? Mm -hmm. And like (laughs) But like I'm okay, like waiting. Like just explain to me. Just explain and have a plan. You guys just want us to lead. Lead well. Lead well. Just lead. Just just be your okay. self. Yeah. What's up? I don't really know about all that leading stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't. Like I feel like we can. It's a partnership. You know what I mean? Like I don't. I think in a relationship that it's give and take. Mm-hmm. Obviously, um, it's a partnership. So I don't necessarily like. When people talk about like submitting to a man, letting him lead, like I'm so anti that because I think that women are fully capable of making decisions for themselves and leading their own lives. So I don't know. I just you don't have to lead. Like I like I'm perfectly okay. Like in a vacation situation, like if I made more money, like I could pay for it. You know what I'm saying? Like I am like that type of person. Like it's just that. I feel like I get you know what I mean? think we've had these conversations because you have that mentality and I'm like, I'm a boss of a bitch. But anywho, um, there's a sense that like when I am with a man and maybe like seeing my parents kind of thing, there's a sense of like, oh, like I want you just to take that initiative. I want yeah. you to like take that lead and be like, babe, like we should go here and be like, oh, thank you for thinking for me because I'm thinking all day. That's what I'm, that's what I'm saying. The little leads, not the big leads. Like I don't have to make more money than you to, to not lead. It's like every... Every guy and girls can do both. Like I can lead and be nurturing. Yeah. Like I, it's not a mutually exclusive thing. Mm-hmm. But genetically, the way we're built, you guys are like you guys are just innately good, innately good at nurturing. It just comes out of you. Yeah. 
And I will say a lot of guys that I know are just innately good at leading at little things that they do well. Yeah. And in a relationship, the gaps that we have, like, hey, I'm not that nurturing. Hey, can you teach me by example mm-hmm. how I'm supposed to care for this thing? Because I don't know how. Yeah. And an example for you, like, there's some things you guys don't know how to, like, take initiative with. Like, hey, hey, don't let that person talk to you like that. This is what I would have done. And you're like, yeah, you're right. You do it. And you're like, babe, this is what I did. <laughs> and, I, and I told this person off. Yeah. You keep teaching each other the skills that you both knew how to do really well when you were kids. That's what I'm saying a relationship is. You're not letting me do something. I'm just, I'm doing what I'm naturally good at doing. Yeah. But I also give you opportunities to do that thing too. Like, and there's no way I'm going to just say, my command is everything that right. our families want to do. I think the thing is like, you're a special type of man. Like, cause I know for me in like my life, like right now I'm trying to look into PhD programs and I know that I'm trying to level up. Like that's my whole philosophy of life mm-hmm. is leveling up. And I think we talked about like the insecurities of men, like especially for black women, I think there's a sense of like, we're always trying to better ourselves. We're at the lowest of the total pole, yes. And like people are intimidated when we go and get ours. Yes. It doesn't mean that we're not nurturing. It doesn't mean that we don't care. It's just like we have had to build all these walls and all these like have all these skills in order to advance ourselves. And I think like that also translates for men into relationships. I'm like, no, I'm a completely different person in a relationship. I am all up under somebody. Like I'm like, "Mm -hmm." yeah. (laughs) I I don't know. I'm very opinionated and I just don't ever want to be put in a position where I don't have a voice in anything. And I think in so many situations, women just feel, you know, silenced by their partners and like stuff like that. So like, I, that's just a big fear of mine of me not being able to be like, listen, you know what I mean? So that's why I'm always just like, what? Submit? No, never, ever. Like, no. Cause I feel like you should submit to each other. That's what I think. I I completely agree. And here's my, thing on that so right now you guys know i'm in a relationship with somebody about two years now mm-hmm. at this point like that is she's the love of my life like she <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna cry like no for real i'm really screaming she, for real like it's and i tell this to other guys and other guys who are in love agree with me but she is my xanax like she's my chill pill like when i'm cloudy and i can't think the I'm only person that knows me enough is this girl of 7 billion people is this one person. And she has the ability to like make me like focused again. We are crying. <laughs> <laughs> I literally have tears in my eyes. My heart has swollen. It's fine. It's fine. Okay, continue. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so she knows she has this ability on me, but she also knows that she gets flustered and stuff too. So we both use our innate skills to help each other. There's not a moment where I'm ever, I love her so much. I want you, I understand the plight of black women. I've heard you, sorry, yeah, I've heard you. Please keep, please keep talking. Like someone who you love won't shut you up. Wow. Why if would, if why? you get anything from this podcast, I'm put down a t-shirt. <laughs> For real, because she, she will never put down my ideas. She was like, yeah, babe, I got you until it fails. And it'll be like, we do. I did tell you that it wasn't going to work. But she will be behind you if she loves you. She will truly be behind you and she would help you try to succeed as much. It is the same for a guy if he loves that woman. Yeah. Wow. Wow. I keep, the key word here is love. Love. Yeah. He loves you. Period. 
all this will happen when someone loves you. But until then. But until then, you gotta play. Just deal with the garbage every day. (laughs) Okay, here's another thing. Um, this is this is my thing. This is how I feel about love, y'all. Okay, I believe that love exists. I do. Okay, but what I don't want to do is have to deal with. Sometimes I don't think it is okay. My question is, is it worth it? Because a lot of people have to deal with a lot of bullshit, a lot of like heartbreak, a lot of just like obstacles in order to find that one person. So for me, I'm just like, is it worth all the pain and the trauma when you could just be living your best life, just like drinking wine by yourself without a broken heart? You know what I mean? Like that's that's just where I'm at. That's where I'm at in life. It's like, do I feel like getting hit by five trucks and then, <laughs> you know, not get hit? You know what I mean? Like, and then find the person? Like, I just, woo, woo, that stresses me out. Like, I don't know. My heart is weak. I can't do that. You look, I'm here like, I've heard this story. I know the feeling wow. kind of thing. I've been there. But you're right. The thing is, people getting back like getting knocked off a horse a stallion and then getting back on i just i feel like if i get knocked down once knock it down one time i'm not getting up again like that's just me have you had heartbreak um i've had moments where i've been hurt i'll say that okay. i've been hurt before but like that's why i'm just like that i didn't feel great that wasn't great so I would rather just, you know, just be chilling by myself. Like, I sometimes I think about it. Like, I'm like, is it worth it? Like, can I work it? I don't know. You're so <laughs> irritating. I, <get> up. <laughs> I do. I heard I'm like, oh, <laughs> here's, here's my perspective. Because, like, you know, I was in love at one point in my life. I was for four years. And I was in love. I thought he was the love of my life. Like, I was just like, finally, like, I can relax. Like, this is great. And then it all crumbled. And I was broken like I literally didn't know who I was I didn't know how to do shit like I was like how am I supposed to live without him like he helps edit my resumes like I didn't know how to do anything and it just like broke my heart you were there you were on the phone calls kind of thing and I like would tell people and like we would have conversations I was like but I would do it again in a heartbeat and I agree there is no better (laughs) <laughs> there is no better euphoric feeling Euphoria. Than, than being in love. When you both know you're in love, it's like, there's not a moment I can't not call her. Like, there's not a moment where I'm like, want to prioritize other, I have to prioritize <laughs> other people's attention over hers. Right. Like, I have to make it a okay. Five hours, then you get to see somebody. Yeah. Wow. Like, <laughs> that's how deep it is. And so, once I noticed that, I'm like, people chase their entire lifetime to find this one thing. Hatred comes every day, anger comes every day, unsatisfaction comes every day, but love only comes literally once a lifetime. So you're telling me, yes, every day I would go back and try to find this sensation. And to go back to what you said, can I ask? Yeah. Why did you guys break up? Uh, What was the the root of the reason for which you guys broke up? Ooh, there's a a lot of roots. There was a lot of roots in there. Um, He wasn't ready, he wasn't ready. Ultimately, like, he just was not ready to commit. Like, he was, like, I'm young, like, in his head, like, there's so many people out there. How do I know that, like, you're it for it? And, like, there were just a lot of different issues. There was, like, lying, deceit, infertility, not infertility. (laughs) Infertility, child, that is, I think, 
um, infidelity kind of thing on both ends kind of thing. And it just came to a point where it was just like, as much as I want to forgive you, I can't forget. Uh-huh. And I can't move forward anymore uh-huh. and stuff like that. So like for me, like on my head, cause I was so invested. I was like, I'll forgive you for anything. But knowing that was, it was crippling me. Like yeah. I was losing myself in that. Like I, like I said, like I couldn't think straight. I couldn't do anything without like talking to him. Like I wasn't living my best life. Mm. And there were things that I wanted to do that he really wasn't inhibiting me from doing. Mm. And so like, once we broke up, like we talked for a little, he was like, I hope that you're able to do everything that I, you felt that I held you back from. And when I say, like, I started my podcast, I got into grad school after him, like, I was like, all these things started to happen. I was like, <laughs> what was I doing? I'm a black ass bitch out here in these streets. <laughs> oh, I'm super happy that happened. And the reason why I asked, because people break up for two reasons. People break up for two reasons. People break up for the reason of infidelity. Yeah. A reason is you guys both have an like you guys both like each other, but because of an instant outside the mm-hmm. relationship, it no longer makes the relationship like the sanity or the sanctity of the relationship is now ruined. Right. So that's why you guys are breaking up. Mm-hmm. But there was nothing in the mo- in the actual in the relationship that was wrong, right? Or people break up. <laughs> or people break up because they never were properly equally yoked. They were mm-hmm. never compatible. Forgive okay. in okay. the beginning. They were never compatible in the beginning, but they chose <laughs> to look at the stat sheets, look at him on paper or her on paper. Wow, we'll talk about that next. Anyway. And say, hey, can I be in a relationship with this? You can, we'll get to the love languages in a second. You can use all the love languages to help that person, to give that person, to give that person, to get from that person. Mm-hmm. But the moment you start tallying up all the incompatibilities, you start like, I can't live like this. If someone's really messy, if someone's really dirty, the person who's really dirty is always going to resent the person really messy because they're going to feel like they have to change and vice versa. The person who is always responsible and the person who's always irresponsible is going to resent that person. These incompatibilities can't be a bunch and you guys have one thing in common. Oh, we both like sex or we both like food. But you have all these other things. All the little things are start going to you know, nitpick. Oh, I hate what she does. I hate what she does. I hate what she does. Yeah. And you're start looking outside the relationship for people who you're more compatible with. Yeah. Then you're now breaking the sanctity of the relationship. So both options of breaking up happen. But I think like with that, like my mom always is like, you're never going to find 100% in the partner you have. So it's like, she's always like, shoot for 80 and then figure out how you're going to fulfill the last 20 yes. yourself. And I was like, hmm, but what is the 20% that I'm okay with not having? That's a you question. That, you have to sit and I meditate agree. on that. But I think it's different for everybody. Oh, for sure. And so it's just like, dang, like. For sure. For me, the things that can't ever be gone, your family orientation. Like, who do you devote yourself to? You devote yourself to the family and very family oriented. So, like, you devote yourself to your family, you care for your family, that's a check. Are you smart? You're either smart or dumb to me. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, two options. Smart or dumb. Are you smart? Like, do I have, can I learn from you? Yeah. This is a forever relationship. We can't be, the last thing we learned was at 18. That's the last thing you taught me. Wow. No, are you smart? Do you have the ability to make me work hard? And then the last thing I think that I think for sure, it's just like loyalty. Yeah. It's just like with all those things, I think love helps with loyalty, but mm-hmm. at the same time, it's like, are you my rock? Because at the end of the day, when we're 25 years in, no one's going to know my insecurity more than Will you play that against me or are you going to mm-hmm. help me cure that? Wow. That was beautiful. Everyone's <laughs> <laughs> like, Still don't want to be in love. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I personally think like everyone should at least be in love once. Like at least try, at least like let your heart open up to somebody enough. Like it has to be the right person. Like not many people saying like checking, like I think the checklist, how people look on paper is a huge theme, but that don't mean they're, they're all that. No. Uh, sometimes there's no chemistry. You know what I mean? Oh. Or they have traits that you just don't, you don't like. I don't know y'all. Maybe when I'm 40. Okay, cool. Whenever it happens. Whenever it happens, it happens. <laughs> um, okay. I'm trying to think. Do you have more to say? Like, I feel like I have a lot more to say. Oh, yeah. I have more to say. Oh, he's got more to say. Oh, I got more to say. I think <laughs> this one is for the guy listeners. Okay. Oh, did we have any of those? <laughs> <But> the <laughs> few that we have. <laughs> because I think all the women listeners know this. All women listeners know that there's two types of communication. Since birth, you guys have figured it out. There's two. There's your verbal communication, and then there's your love language. Mm, we have figured you, that one You out. have figured that one. Guys, we only know the like verbal communication, but we know that there's this weird feeling in ourselves what we call, uh, what is this uh, colloquialism? Um, I feel some type of way. <laughs> I feel some type of way. I don't know. Is it sad? Is it happy? <laughs> I feel some type of way. I don't know what my love language is. Until you read and like, oh, acts of service. What are acts of service? Yeah. Quality time. Oh, I do like quality time. Words of affirmation, physical touch, and gifts. the last one, gifts. Yeah. Once you know those and know what they mean, you start going through all the memories that you ever had with other people. You're like, that's why I love my mom. Always done stuff for me. <laughs> like, that's why I love my sister. That's why I love my friends, because they done stuff. I am a acts of service. And I will never forget someone who like went out of their way to benefit. An act of service is servitude. In that moment, you chose this other person outside of serving yourself. I always think that's just super powerful. So you went out of the way to get me food or you went out of the way to let me have this thing. I feel like I'm indebted to you. Like I will easily return whatever love language that you respond to mm -hmm. twofold, threefold. Because that you hit one of my big things. My girlfriend's love language is quality time. No. Words of affirmation. Words of affirmation. <laughs> I said probably probably the top two for women. <laughs> Words of affirmation. So imagine every day she never heard anything from me. Oh, she'd be pissed. She'd be pissed. <laughs> she'd be pissed. Look, I'd be pissed. For her. <laughs> remember, the thing about all the time, like you just didn't spend time with her. That hurts. Like that's something she is triggered to. We all answer to all five love languages, mm -hmm. but in order for all five to be registered, you need your main one hit first and daily. I agree. I remember when I, I now ask people, I'm like, what are your love languages? And they're like, huh? And I'm like, Ugh, next. <laughs> like, take this quiz real quick. Like, <laughs> take this quiz real quick. Um, but like figuring that out has helped a lot. But like, like you said, like all five are in it because like my bottom one is gifts. Same. But that don't mean oh, I don't like gifts. Uh, exactly. No, my touch. That's my last one. Touch. Really? I, I think really that's the last one. I don't like people touching me. Mine is words of affirmation. Words don't mean anything. Wow. Words of affirmation are the best. That's like my number one. <laughs> like, literally. Yes. Yes. That and quality time. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> that's it. Two. I don't need gifts because people usually buy me stuff I don't like. So I, I, just, I don't like. <laughs> so I don't want to be like, oh, this is so great. Like, I don't want to lie. So You're right. I don't anything. like. I hate stuffed animals. Yeah. It's just annoying. <laughs> but think about the gifts someone did. Buy me food. That's it. What'd you say? Unless it's food, like, woo, <laughs> buy me back. 
Lots of that. <laughs> and that just comes in time with actually knowing the person. You buy the gifts that yeah. they know they will respond to, and you stay away from the ones that they don't respond to. I agree, because in my last relationship, there are some signature gifts that I still, well, I threw one away, but I still have. Like, there's a pair of shoes, and then there's a Michael Kors bag. Still have it. <laughs> I said, I was really going to sell it. I said, this is too expensive. Priceless. No. Wow. <laughs> That's wow. true. I don't think I've ever, I mean, I got some flowers before, and I was like, <laughs> <laughs> they were all my, appreciate it. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. But, but I, I, I think the hardest thing sometimes with love languages is like not speaking your own to that person. Mm, it's exactly. very it's very easy for me to because quality time and words of affirmation are my big things like all my friends have words of affirmation like they always want to call like we'd be on the phone kikiing it for hours uh-huh. or we're in person just like hanging out not doing anything for hours kind mm-hmm. of thing but that's how we both feel appreciated and connected mm-hmm. so when i meet somebody who's like acts of service or gifts or physical touch i'm like how do i do that mm-hmm. so like how do i show you that like i want to yeah. appreciate you and love you like pet your hair. <laughs> hair like you're supposed to do and I'm like okay like yes I'm kind like if you were like talking about like oh yeah like I'm real hungry Chick-fil-A sound fire and if I was at Chick-fil-A I'd be like I can get some nuggets I can spare five dollars like if I had it but like but like it's never like you know he was really talking about those things and he would just love it there are times where like I'm online and I'm like oh so and so would love this I don't got the money so skip that mm-hmm. but like it's hard because it's like I just want like if you're sad or something I just want like you can do it like it's fine mm. but that's not what they want mm. see this is where I want to bring so the- you don't like words so if you were sad you wanted us to just be mute like you don't want us to say anything <laughs> see, don't put the passion that you have behind you what you like to make me want to like it here's the thing I will respond to it like nothing is more attractive when your girl gives you like you know, babe, your idea was great today. Like that, whatever you, your, your, this or that was awesome, mm-hmm. or you dress very well. Like that's it. I love hearing it, but it can't be the main thing. I'm like, I can only hear that so much. Like I don't get triggered by yes, it. Yes, I know I'm beautiful. Thank but, you. <laughs> so here's the problem. I think, I think. What is the problem? There's an assumption that all girls believe they know how to give the love language to men. They think, they think, because I've had this, now that we're talking about this, I've had this discussion with four of my male friends individually. Uh-huh. And they've all said the same thing that I'm about to say about my relationship, which I've divulged. Uh-huh. They've all said, wow, I had the same reactions during my relationship because my love language wasn't being answered. Now, this is how it happened. So me and somebody have been dating for two years. I met her in March like 2017, where we met was at a club, you know, me doing my club things. Shenanigans. And shenanigans. And then from that moment, we changed numbers and then we talked the next couple of days. We went on like cookie day and stuff like that. And then we continued our relationship. Um, short story, that summer of 2017, we started, or I started to grow apart just because one, I was busy with school and I was on surgery rotation, which is not an excuse, but I was pretty much busy and didn't want to devote time to the relationship, nor did I feel like she was worthy, quote unquote, of the amount of things she was asking for, like to go and do the amount of things she wanted to do. I think I'm like, we're not there yet. We haven't mm-hmm. built that type of closure yet to want to do things, these things like go to weddings or go 
weak parents. Like we are not there yet. Yeah. Okay. So like I felt distance from her until we like eventually broke up in September for like two weeks or three weeks when like the guy did what most guys do is wait two weeks after the breakup and then hit her up with the I haven't seen you in a while. How you been? <laughs> How you? What you doing? <laughs> haven't hey, heard you in a hey while. Hey big head. Hey big head. Looking ass. Like okay. I'm no different. I'm no different. I hit her with those and we ended up. Uh, talking again a little bit, and then we went on a taco date, and she said that thing that all girls say, I'm only coming on here for the food. You're going to pay. Blah, 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 blah. Anyways. I've been hungry. As hungry. she should. As she, she had the right. She had the right. But I messed up that first time. But ultimately, we ended up getting back together in November. No, in October, we ended up getting back together and then we continued the relationship. Me continue it with the intent to keep her. Because I knew on paper she had all my intangibles. It's just there's things at that time I think she needed to work on for me. At that time, I wanted to see how she interacts with my anxiety. I wanted to see how she interacts with my family. I wanted to see how she like cares for me. Because because of our dynamic, she lives with her family and I live by myself. So I don't get to see her in the evenings because she lives with African parents. And They're like, not, where are you going? Where are you going? See you at 10 p.m. <laughs> on the dot. <laughs> right. So I see her in private time. So it's only time when she can come over to my place, we can kind of have our relationship thing. But I was devoted to the actual relationship. And it wasn't until December of 2017 where I announced my love for her. And we really started kicking. Now, what's up? Oh, okay. I just have one. I got. I have a comment. Okay. But you can finish. You can finish. Okay. Go ahead. Now I consider since December 2017 to now the actual invested dating. We are committed to each other. We're trying to make each other grow. And for the past two years, this all came culminated until this two weekends ago of a realization that. She had never or had rarely hit my love language. Wow. So this all comes up when I buy her on our anniversary. She's a big BTS fan. She's a big, uh, the Korean, the South Korean pop group, BTS. They're a huge group. I, this is, I had never gotten someone a gift so meaningful. Like this is a buck. Like, first of all, BTS is huge. It was like the concert was in Chicago and it was like second tier to a festival wow. with how many people that were. Like it's so many people, BTS. huh? It's people awesome. love BTS, and this is her favorite group of all time. She's been watching these kids since, or these guys since she was a freshman or a senior in high school. And what? They've been around that long? Yeah, she's been watching them since their growth. So I knew she always wanted this, so I made sure to buy these tickets and add her sister to the tickets, and I'm going to take her to trip. This is a bucket list thing. So I'm like, this is if someone did a bucket list thing for me, my acts of service. Can. Like there's nothing. <laughs> you could marry me on the. I'll marry you on the spot. Like so to me, I'm like, I'm like, wow, I'm doing something for her. That's the greatest thing on earth. Outside of taking her to South Korea. So during that trip, during that trip, I realized that we have a lot of me time. We have never evening, mind you. We have never like you know wow. been you know stayed in the evening. Wow, Past you do this, I do this, wow. and gone into bed. Wow. Like, okay, sleep time. Two years in, so I've never done this. So, like, I'm starting to realize all the things that you're not prioritizing. Oh, like, wow, you're sacrificing a lot, Mommy. Like, if 
we're sleeping in bed and she's cold and I'm hot and I express that I'm hot, she will then say, no, no, but I'm cold. Like your cold is supposed to trump my hot. If we were to share a meal and I would look down the menu and I'm paying for the meal, hey, I want this. No, but I want that. But that had to trump my thing. If we're ever... I'm stressed. There's more there's more scenarios. I don't want to get too nitty-gritty, but if I'm worried, you wait days to text me were you sad. Like you're my you're my you're like the moment your face changes, like for me to a girl, let me let you go 24 hours of being upset. And I knew you were upset. Let me let go 24 hours. Let me let see your face go to that upset face. You got 24 seconds. You have 20, as a guy, you have 24 seconds to address, hey, what happened? Like, you good? Yeah. Like, we need to make you happy again. You wait more than a couple of days to ask if I'm on set. That's not, that's not what? <laughs> like, what? Oh, yikes. Yeah. I know how furious I'd be because I'd probably be texting her. I'd be like, can't believe he didn't text me. Uh, he knew I was mad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was huffing and puffing and he didn't say anything. Like, yeah. Yeah. And so a lot of girls think that they know how to address men. I'm realizing in those t- two days, wow, you did everything possibly wrong. And I flash back to every memory where I had the same feeling of you never letting me have the opportunity to do my idea, to do the thing I wanted to do, to serve me in that moment. Yeah. It didn't have to be you buying something for me. That can't be the act of service. That's a gift. Yeah. And that comes once every so often. Did you ever check up on me on my day, see my goal, if my goal was made that day? Have you ever cooked me my favorite meal? This is a lot. Like, this is a lot. So this is what I'm divulging, because you, there's a lot of, there's a lot of people who don't think guys have feelings. No, I, I agree with you. I've had actually had these thoughts and reflections, because there are times where I think girls, like, we are taught and we are told, like, we are the prize, that, like, a guy should, like, do this, 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 and this to get me. Mm-hmm. I agree. Like, there needs to be some type of effort because there's some some men out here who are just playing games and I, I'm not here for it. But when I do commit and when I'm doing it, like, I think you're right that there needs to be a reciprocation of, like, I also have to try to please you. Yeah. Like, I also have to try to communicate with you. Yeah. I also have to try to, like, make sure you're good. Like, yes. you know what I mean? And so, like, sitting, because, like, I think girls, we just like to hear ourselves. I really do. We like to talk. Um, okay. But, like, when you find somebody who you're like, no, I actually like, actually like this person. Like you have to go above and beyond. There are things that I would have loved to do for like my ex that like, I was just like one financially I was in college. So, but I would find different ways. Like he really was into food. So like we would eat a lot, <laughs> but like little things like that to speak his love language. Mm-hmm. And so it was just, it's just interesting as girls, like maybe it's like when we get more mature kind of thing and stuff like that. And we figure out like, Oh, like, my communication style is not the best. My, me, per, like, pushing out my love language or me showing love languages to my partner is, it's not fulfilling his need. This is no. what I do. Like, I'm going to get upset if you don't want to spend all this time, but that's not your love language. You were like, I need space. Yes. And I'm like, space. Space. And so let me talk about space. Let me talk about space. So these two years, it was a running joke between me and Samaria that I could only, when we interacted, it was a joke like, wow, Samaria, you're draining me a lot. Like, I'm being emotionally drained where I need two, three days of me time because Nambi is the only person that Nambi knows how to fulfill his acts of service. The moment where this interaction is done because you drained me, because you never gave me my 
love language. Mm-hmm. I'm going to immediately go do something for Nambi because Nambi knows how to love Nambi. I'm going to go play my video games. I'm going to eat my meal. I'm going to make the weather fine. So what, what do you want her to do? Like, you want her to give you a video game? Like, what What would you prefer? Yeah. This is what I'm trying to figure out. Like, yeah. you're saying that she doesn't, like, or she doesn't understand your love language sometimes. So it's yeah. just like, what would you, do you communicate that to her that, like, this is what you want from her? Like, do you tell her? I did. I have. But at the same time, just like you guys, you want the assumption that I learned you. I, during the interactions, we had the dates. Yeah. I scanned you. I heard you. I, oh, you like this thing? I put it down in my memory bank. And I did it for you automatically. Don't, don't every girl wants that. Every guy wants the yes. same <laughs> thing. Everybody wants the, what? I said that out of nowhere. and You did that for yeah. me? I wasn't even paying attention yeah. to that interaction, but you heard it. You yeah. guys, we want that too. I guess. Like, and, <laughs> <laughs> that being said, there also are going to be things that you'll never say that you have to say. Yeah. And I learned all of this when we had our talk on Monday, two Mondays ago, where I divulged all of this information. I thought I'm going into this talk like we're breaking up because I'm like, how could I do two years? You want to get engaged to me two to three years. How could I put myself, now that I'm awake, in a relationship where I'm going to be mentally drained. I don't want to be around you for two days, like I don't, on a week. Yeah. What? That doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. So you're going to have to help me make this sense or we're going to have to change things up. Right. So heard me in that this conversation like lasted five hours. She's heard me and I've yeah. seen, and I've seen changes. Oh, you said that. <laughs> <laughs> and we made changes. And now like we're in the past two weeks have just been, so basically what Nami's saying is he's going to need to get engaged soon. <laughs> <laughs> That's so exciting. Okay, let's rewind real quick. <clears throat> so when you were talking about your past, right? You're talking about how you were playing the game a little bit. You were in med school. You were doing surgery rotations. Blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. And you weren't... What did you say? Like you... I wasn't you were sure. acting like you needed her, like, in your life or something, like, something like that. Mm-hmm. So this is my thing about relationships, is does that need to happen in every relationship? Because I feel like there are so many situations where I've seen, like, um, a girl is just, like, she goes through it with her guy or whatever, and he's, like, putting her through all of this, and then he finally realizes, oh, snap, like, this is somebody I need to be with, like... Is that a requirement? You know what I mean? To, to you know, like, does a woman have to go through all of that just for a man to finally see the light? Like, that's what I just I don't ever understand. Is like, why do I have to give so many chances? Why do I have to let you fuck up so many times for you to realize that I'm a good woman? Like, why didn't you realize that before? You know what I mean? I feel like that's just a pattern that happens all the time. It's just like, oh well, I'm gonna let him do his thing. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. then he's gonna figure it out. I just don't, I don't know if it's work like if that is something that I could do. It's like I don't know because I've never seen it. I've never seen it. You know, the, the other way around. Um, the answer, and I was talking to one of my guy friends. Just do the numbers. I mean, I think you guys are both attracted to black men who are accomplished and are smart and educated, but statistically, there are way more women in higher education than black women than men. Right. So why would a guy rush 
when the power of the women, when the ratio is more women to men in that field, if I'm looking for a smart woman that, you know, for me, there's way more women than guys that are acceptable. And you guys are much more willing to put up with a guy who doesn't complete all of your things, but has some good things because you know there's guys who have no things. There's, you guys know that there's a bunch of guys who hit you up on a daily basis that you have nothing to offer. So the guy who has just a little bit more to offer, yeah, I'm gonna pull up with, I'm gonna put up with this bullshit for a little bit. Guys, as far as girls, there's way too many of you guys. As from a ratio standpoint. So why would we ever need to, you know, invest heavily immediately? And on top of that, physiologically, you guys' eggs run out faster. Like you guys' reproductive system is ticking and it ends faster than guys. We don't have that pressure. We don't have that pressure to need to be in a family in a certain period of time. So we will delay and delay and delay. <laughs> Literally, I've been here rolling my eyes. Like, not that. I'm not. Okay, guys. I was just like, what's annoying and why I'm rolling my eyes is like the biological clock that women have is mad irritating. If I could wait until I was 35, 36, 37, 38, 39, 40 to have mm-hmm. kids, mm-hmm. I would. I would be I would continue to be a boss ass bitch out here in the streets. I'm like, going to wait until then. Like, I mean, I don't want to be an old mom, but like still. Um, but like if I didn't have to think about that, like I would be on the same thing as then. Like I would be maybe probably not, because I'm that's just me. But anyway, um I'm You just, can just buy a baby. Like you can just buy one. Wow. Okay. Like there are things where I'm, I'm like, okay, I'm 33 and I don't have no serious prospects. I have to freeze my eggs before they're all deceased and dead or like they're just defective. They're just gone. They're just I'm like, eggs are dry. Like, okay, adoption, foster care. Like I'm thinking of all these different options because it's like, I'm not going to just have a family, have kids, one, by myself, two, with some bum on the street. I, if I, like I tell people this all the time, if I want to have a child, if I want to be married today, I could. Mm-hmm. I could. Yeah. To okay. a bum. But to a bum. <laughs> to someone who you settled for. Yeah. But I feel like, like that's still not a good reason for me to put up with bullshit just because I, because I got a few eggs left. Like, no, like, I don't think that that's the reason. Like, I just don't think that's a good enough reason where it's like, well, I can shoot sperm until I'm 75. So I'm going to just put you through you know, all of this shit. Like, I don't get it. Like, well, we were talking off air and we were discussing, uh, off air. I know. I love that. Uh, we were discussing the fact that like now in 2017 or sorry, 2019, there is very little benefit for a man to get married or to, for a man to have a long relationship. The only thing he might value in that is the raising of his kids if that's what he cares about. But in 2019, we don't need to get married to have sex. We don't need to get married to get money. Like, you don't need to be supported by me now because you guys can work. You guys have proven that you guys can be do this on your own. And the home structure is now yours. Like, once we get married, the home is yours. The children are yours. People see, the society sees, if a kid is with the both mom, they'll go, mom and dad, they'll go. They'll look at the mother, and then they'll talk to them about the family as if the father wasn't there. Look at Mother's Day and look at Father's Day. I mean, That's true. there is a difference. Huge difference. difference. Men don't get much now out of the marriage unless you fully believe in religion, then it's 
because of the sanctity under, under God. But as far as union of men and women for a long period of time, what are we benefiting for? So why would we rush into something so, so fast if we don't benefit from it much? At the same time, I think that it has a lot to do with the way that, you know, women are raised. You know what I mean? We're raised to be wives. We're raised to aspire to be a wife. Everything you do, make sure you sit like this. Make sure you cook. Make sure you clean. Make sure you act like this. Sit like a lady so that eventually a man will find you and sweep you off your feet. But men aren't raised to be husbands. You know what I mean? So that I don't right. think men, there's ever been a desire for men. Like the whole Bible has a whole... What Proverbs is a chapter, but Proverbs thirty one, where we talking about what this woman has to do. A woman gotta do this, gotta be a mother, wife. All this stuff has to be superwoman. And there's where is Proverbs thirty one man? Where is he at? I don't know. So it's just like even in the Bible, based on the Bible, no man is groomed to be a husband. So of course, men don't value marriage as much as women do because they're not raised to. They're not raised to be emotionally intelligent, specifically black men. Okay, let's we can talk about that. And then they'll be like, oh well, I had a rough childhood. I had a rough upbringing, so that's why nobody taught me how to love. I'm like, black girls are out here. Had a rough childhood too, and what? So I don't like. I, it's just. It's just I think it's a cop out. out. I think it's, it's a cop out. It's a cop out. And so my my the theme, stuff. My thing is like I see posts a lot more posts now. Like they're just like, oh, be his rock, be his peace, be his theme. Like I get it. I who's get it. Be my rock? Who's gonna be my rock? Who's gonna be my he? Piece? But see, who who is he to you? Is he before the love or is he after the love? He, if he's before the love, well, the same thing applies. You shouldn't be her piece if she's not. But it's, the point of the post is after the love, after you guys are committed to each other, hey, I'm going to give you my all. You will be always happy around me, and I'm going to always be happy around you. We're going to work for that. But before that, no obligation to do that. You haven't proved that on both on, on both ends. ends. I agree, but that's not how it works in society today because a man will easily come to a girl and be like, you crazy, you doing this, knowing good and well he out here talking to other people, not committing, like, you can, that's what I think it's like, they give mixed signals as in like, oh, I like you, I'm texting you, I'm talking to you, and then I see them out somewhere with somebody else and I'm like, or they're not texting me anymore or they're not doing this and like, I get riled up, I get irritated and stuff like that and they're like, you're crazy, but I say, crazy, who? Me? No. You have made me crazy. Like I am not. I am naturally just a peaceful person. Like I'm playful, right. funny, like and stuff like that. But like I'm gonna get irritated if right. you're doing things that irritate me. Right. Yes. Like Susan says, why are you bothering me if you don't want me? Like that's literally my with my sentiment with guys is like if you know that you don't want me, you know you don't want to be with me, marry me. Why are you talking to me? Why are you talking to me? Like I don't understand that. Let me ask you this. So you're telling me that men really don't want that loyalty or commitment and if they didn't have to, if they didn't have to, if they, because I think there's a lot of women who are like, this is what I want. I want to be committed to. I want someone to be loyal to me. And then men are like, well, okay. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I'm saying. I think that's the frustrating part because you're like, what's the point of us getting married if I don't have sex is free, that I can have kids without being married to you. I don't have to do any of this stuff. Mm -hmm. 
I can't I can't answer that. I'm just seeing I'm just seeing it happen. I'm seeing more people being in relationships, more baby daddies. And you just you're just seeing it displayed in America where people are just having kids, previously having these weird family types. So I, I I'm just looking at causation. I just mm. see that it's happening. I don't know why it's happening because certain men. And here's another thing. You brought up a very good point. I think a big yeah you brought <laughs> a big problem is a lot of men don't know how to teach them men how to be men or we, we have this cycle of they'll figure it out on they'll your figure own. it out on their own you guys learn like you got moms taught you guys this is what this feels like this is what this feels like every day they told you what the feeling means oh that's what that feels like most dads did not sit down with their their sons Son, you get angry, this is what that means. When you get upset, this is what that means. They don't do that. So you grow up wondering how these all you know know what it means, and you don't know how to then they also have not had the, the talk with a lot of men, how to interact with women. Where a yeah. lot of women, almost every woman has multiple talks from a safety, from a safety standpoint, how to interact with women or how I mean how to interact with men or how to be safe around men. I mean, that doesn't happen. So I think as a society thing that needs to break. Like my yeah. children, for me personally, are going to learn interactions with women very early on. They're going to learn what it is to be either a girl or a guy, yeah, and like how to navigate that world. And that's going to be something that me and yeah. about. Just to process your own feelings. You know what I mean? Yes. Like it's okay to be angry, and yes. you know it's okay to feel this way, especially with with young men. Yeah. Because I think specifically with African men, you know what I mean? Like, I think that African men are taught to provide, that like you got to go to school, you got to be smart so that you can provide for a family, but they're not taught anything emotional. And, and that's a, another huge part of a relationship. But then Africans in general aren't very emotional. You know what I mean? Like, like outwardly emotional. Like, I mean, I can agree. I can agree, you know I mean? I can agree but I'm, like, I'm looking at my mom, I'm like, my mom's very emotional. My dad never really understood how. Well, let me not speak on the relationship. <laughs> from, my, from my outlook of most marriages, I see a lot of African moms mm -hmm. are emotional. When I hear them on the phone talking to their other aunties, oh, let me talk it. Let me oh, talk. Yeah. There's emotion there. There's emotion <laughs> there. So they're not, not emotional. I just it's, don't think that's ever the prioritized yeah. in African culture. It's just survive. It's yeah. hot yeah. out. Survive. <laughs> it's hot There's out. no. Affection. Maybe I'm talking about affection, like just yeah. being affectionate. Like I don't know how I feel. I feel like I can count how many times like me and my mom have hugged. You know what she, I mean? Like it's just like, like it's not. And she like even if I hug her, she's like uncomfortable. Like it's just Same. not. Yeah. <laughs> my mom be like, get off. <laughs> <laughs> like it's just not there. It's like, duh, I love you. Like, like I don't have, like my mom will literally be like, I was watching something with her and like. This lady was talking about how her mom never told her that she loved her. My mom was like, "I did she have to? She was like, duh. I was like, sometimes people want to hear it. You know what I mean? So, I don't know. There's that disconnect. And I think it's important for us to break that cycle. And even though I'm not affectionate, I will be affectionate mm -hmm. with my kids. With my incubator baby that I'm waiting on. You know what I mean? <laughs> so that like I think hearing it like I remember a couple of years ago when my parents started saying well my mom started saying I love you on the phone mm -hmm. and it was so awkward because so awkward. so awkward because I'd be like okay like talk to you later bye and like I would just click and then all of a sudden I hear like I love you and I'm like okay no even with my friends there are people who are friends who are like love you 
friends like Charlie, you do not hug. Me and Ash Nelson do not hug. Like we don't hug. Oh, I guess she, we literally talk about the one time that we like ran towards each other. <laughs> yeah, we haven't seen each other for months. And then we were like, we hugged and we were like, okay, that was weird. Okay. Like literally, it was weird. Like we just don't. I don't know. It's not emotional. It's not it's, emotional. Yeah. I get very weirded out when some of my friends say love you. And they're like, love you. And I'm like, mm-hmm. love you too. I'm like, it's so hard. Like, literally, that's so, I don't know. Maybe so bad. One thing that we all kind of need to like work on. Yeah. But I think, like, even that like friend love, it's like, I don't know if this friend is going to hurt me. Like, I don't know if me, like, showing them that I love them and care about because I care about my friends all the time like I genuinely love my friends do I tell them that <laughs> no but it's like duh I love my friends like it's like when I see my friends like why do we have to hug like you already know what it is you know what's you know what's going on like why do we have to hug but I guess we have to let them know because you know you never yeah. know I, 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 I don't know. noticed like in all relationships you can't assume that you guys are still good based on the last interaction you have to always keep letting them know, hey, I'm still, we're still good. So in a romantic relationship, you still have to do those things. And apparently, parent relationships too, like you realize when your son, well, I'm being the son, I've been realizing, wow, like I'm distant to my parents. Like mm. you can tell, like I can tell, like I don't call them much. Like I don't ever feel like I need them much. Yeah. And now if I were to be a parent, I would hate that feeling yeah. knowing my son is not wanting to call me. That's a son thing. Not that I don't love them. Yeah. Like, I still love them, right? Right? Yeah. I still love them, but I have to keep proving that I love them. I love them. I love yeah. them. I have to keep calling them, showing them affection, asking them about their day. They want to hear that too because they've unconditionally loved me too long. Right. And I am not conditionally loving them back. Right. So any interaction, even friend interaction, you need that consistent like reminder that hey man, we still are good, and that's so more that's so important in male relationships because guys, our type of hug, we give a the little adapt. What up, man? What up, bro? Too much. We got, we understand what this is. <laughs> right. That's it's like true. Hug. so we gotta be comfortable like just. Yo, man, like, I love you. Like, you've done a lot for me. No, that does not mean we are active or interactive, but I love you. I have love for you. I have appreciation for you. Yes. I have admiration for you. I think understanding the different levels of love yeah. is super important. And I think everyone thinks that it's usually an intimate, romantic love. I'm like, nah, fam. Like, there's a piece of you in my heart, okay? That's so mushy. But see, that's a problem with <laughs> That's so language. gross. Yeah. Ew. You said disgusting. That's so gross. <laughs> Makes me want to vomit. Feelings. Oh. Other culture. Other cultures. There's different words for different types of love. Yes. But we have one word for yeah. all of the loves. Yes. I've actually been trying to look into finding more words to express my emotions mm-hmm. because, like, it makes a lot more sense. And I'm like, I'm angry, but it's not real anger. Like, I'm just agitated. I'm irritated. <laughs> I'm this and that kind of thing because I think, it, like you said, it just helps express yourself like I have admiration I admire you like all this stuff and it might not be like that love but it's like I admire you I look up to you I don't know other words but I think like wow we really got into deep in relationships here and we got into love and feelings and all of that but I think like at the end of the day like what I got from this conversation is like 
I, I think it's super easy for us as women to generalize men because some of them ain't shit. A lot of them. A lot of them. 85. No. <laughs> <laughs> and I think like, as Charlene said to me, she was just like, we have to continue to be on our grind. Like, I don't have time to wallow in my like, I'm still single. Where is he at? Even though I'm going to Austin with the hopes. Anyway, um, <laughs> but like just learning, like hearing your perspective, understanding like what we want as women, men want reciprocated. You guys might not communicate that to us, but like having that innate, like they're a human being. Mm-hmm. They want to feel validated. They want they want that confidence boost. They want all those things. It's like, I can probably be nicer to some men, but sometimes I got to ghost people because they're not getting the hint. Okay. That's fine. Like but, how nice. <laughs> I think this was a really great conversation. Yeah. You know? I agree. I think that people should just be smart. Just be smart. Like that's what I tell my friends all the time. Don't be dumb. Like if he's playing you, like just don't be an idiot. And I feel like also just this sounds so negative, but I feel like when you are talking to somebody, you have to expect the worst and hope for the best. Like always keep your guard up a little bit, okay? Because once those hormones and neurotransmitters start firing, you start acting like you're on on crack and then you start doing just dumb shit so I always say your brain turns into cheese your brain turns into cheese when you fall in love so I just always want people to be smart that's that's my those are my final words okay uh, what are your final words Namdi final words men know your love languages all the few men that are listening blow your love language that's huge it'll help you like actually understand why you respond to certain things and why you don't have certain and for that, and, the, and to piggyback off your thing, like human beings are human beings. The same needs you guys want have as women are the same we have as men. And unfortunately, some of the, the way society is, we're not, you guys are not favorable, especially black women. Being where you guys are on the totem pole, and you know, just like the way that it comes down to, like, you guys have to wait a lot longer to have the satisfaction that most people can get. So. Trash. Wow. Wow. Well, thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you, Namdi, for being here. Yes. Okay. I like this dynamic. I like the three of us. I know. To bring you listen. Maybe we'll have a resident man. Right. Yeah. <laughs> we have like situations where I we just need a man's perspective. So yes, I enjoyed it. I, did I learn anything? I think so. I think I learned a couple things. Yeah. That one a little bit nicer. In love. One day you'll be in love. That is the biggest thing. Hmm? One day you'll be in love and you will reflect on this and like, oh, I get it. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, I'm fun of it, guys. <laughs> it's okay. God will send it. But anyway, thank you guys so much for listening. Wow, we have one more episode left and then season one is over. We're thinking about doing a Q&A, so we'll put that up on Instagram. Make sure you send in your questions to Sharma Sona's Instagram. I'm dead. <laughs> and Hansi individual uh, has a question box well, as well. It's so. fine. But again, we appreciate you tuning in, listening to us. Uh, make sure you send us emails at stmwpodcast at gmail.com. But that's all we got. We really hope you guys enjoyed this podcast. Let us know if you enjoyed Namdi's perspective, that male perspective. We're going to have him on again in season two. Yes, if you want to uh, ask me some more questions personally, I have my Instagram. Oh. 
Black Afro King, B L A C K. Plug yourself. Afro, Sorry. Sorry. Black Afro King. Black Afro King. Say it again. Say it again. Because I was Black scared. Afro King. All one word. Black Afro King. Every word is spelled out. Yes. Charlie was like, <laughs> Hi. Bye, y'all. Bye.